For the younger listeners out there, you might not know this, but business cards used to be a really important thing in life, right? So Maya and I moved, and as we were moving, I had a box of business cards that I'd collected in my early years, you know, networking before LinkedIn, and I was going through them and, and laughing like, oh, I don't remember this. Out of a box of probably 700 business cards, Deborah, I saved one and threw the rest out. The one I saved is from our next guest, Mo Rocca, who joins us live on the Mark Aram Show. Mo, there's no chance you remember this, but in the late 90s, you emceed a charity radio awards event in Atlanta. And at the time, you were with uh, Comedy Central. I went up to you after the awards ceremony. I said, Mo, I'm a big fan. I'm dying to get to Comedy Central. You took time out. You talked to me. You handed me the business card. You do not remember that, right? Mark, I'm telling you, I absolutely remember that event. And and. And if I try hard enough, I'll remember that interaction. But I do remember. I remember the room. I remember that event. And I remember having a really good time. It was, and, so you, I, and I'm flattered. I'm thrilled that you, that you kept that business card in mind. I'm thinking of throwing it cards. up on, on eBay because, I mean, everyone throws business <clears throat> cards away. That might be the last surviving Mo Rocca Comedy Central business card. Well, and, you know, handing somebody your business card when you were a correspondent <laughs> for The Daily Show it all felt like a put on. It was a real business card, and I didn't. I didn't take advantage of it. Uh, actually, you know, I'm going to double check. There might not even been contact info on the business card. It was just your name and and the Daily Show and and that and the ad the mailing address of of Comedy Central. But I remember it vividly, and I, I still have it. Mo, from 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 your beginnings uh, back at Comedy Central to to what you're doing now, a true renaissance, man. Take us along the lives and times of, of Mo Rocca and, and, and how you got to where you are right now. Oh, boy. Well, it all began in the late <laughs> 1960s um, when, when I was raised in the suburbs, the Maryland suburbs of Washington, D.C. Um, and I was a, a theater kid, but also a news junkie. And I sort of found a way to combine them. I, I My first... Um, work in theater was with the Southeast Asia tour of the musical Grease standing room only in Jakarta. And I'm not kidding you. I really (laughs) did do the musical Grease in Southeast Asia. That was my tour of duty as it were. And, uh, and then were you I'm trying to think who you played. No, no, I was duty. The youngest of the Grease. Oh, all right. right, Very good. good. Yeah. (laughs) uh, You know, in the movie, Danny gets all the good songs, but it was much more democratic. Like, you know, much more. (laughs) They spread the wealth in the the stage version. Uh, And then I broke into TV writing, producing for a TV show called Wishbone about a Jack Russell Terrier who in his dream life becomes the heroes of classic novels. And, you know, kids who people, grownups now who grew up in the 1990s will probably know it. Uh, and then after Comedy Central, I made my way to CBS, um, and I've been with CBS Sunday Morning for about 15 years now, and it's kind of great. It's like going back to college and taking only electives. You know, so one week, I, one week I might do a piece on the history of the pencil. The next week it's the assassination of President James Garfield, or it might be um, you know, a profile of Kim Novak. So I've been able to do a lot of neat things. And this podcast is a real passion project of mine, um, Mobituaries, which is um, my a tribute to the people and things that I don't think got the send off they deserved the first time, the proper send off. So it's kind of my look at these lives and uh, 
And it's not, and as I said, it's not just people. Um, this season, we have an episode called Things I Wish Would Die, <laughs> which I think will be a little bit controversial. Um, and one of those things is the hot open food bar, the all-you-can-eat buffet, oh. which I had hoped the pandemic would kill off. It survived the pandemic, though, surprisingly. It has bounced back. But I want to be real clear with your listeners, Mark, before everyone hangs up or, or tunes out. <laughs> I am pro-cafeteria. I love a cafeteria. I don't like an all-you-can-eat buffet. I need I need someone policing the situation. <laughs> I need someone in a paper chef's hat with a carving knife standing over that side of roast beef. I need someone with a hairnet ladle, uh, ladles. I yeah, need, you want, you want that level of security. I, I respect that. Uh, Mo, I, I, gotta, I, I mean, CBS Sunday Mornings is such a legendary show. I love it. It's the only show I DVR every week, and I love your segments. Do you free ball that? Is, is it entirely up to you to determine the segments, or do you have producers that say, Mo, we think you should do this? Well, I would say about 60% of the segments I do are ideas that I've come up with, and the others come through the system from producers, but it's very collaborative. So if I come up with something and then I work with a producer, it's going to change, and vice versa. If they say, you know, we really want you to do a piece on uh, – you know, an example last year, um, I was asked to do a piece about the musical Camelot. And I, I like musicals. Actually, it's not a great musical, and it, <laughs> it never sort of really works when they revive it. And Aaron Sorkin had rewritten it. And I thought, you know, I don't want to do a piece that's going to just be a promotion for this production. So my collaborator, my, my producer on that, Kay, was fantastic. And so we found a scholar of Arthurian legends at Purdue University in Indiana. And that became really interesting to go and look at, like, what is it about this tale of King Arthur and the Round Table that has had so many different adaptations? So, you know, I think it was entertaining. I think it went down easy. And it wasn't just like, go see this Broadway show, which I think is not is not is not as interesting if you're playing to a national audience. Mo Rocca joining us live on the Mark Aram Show. Has there been any discussion? To me, it's a natural fit that Mo Rocca takes over that Andy Rooney role on 60 Minutes. Has, have you ever thought about that? Well, that's very flattering, and, and a few people have said that to me, and of course I wouldn't say no. Um, you know, I, I've never been much for five-year plans. I think those worked out really badly for the Soviet Union. So I kind of just stick to what I'm. I kind of stick to what I'm doing. Um, but of course, I would love that. Um, of course, I would love that. You know. Um, uh, but I kind of like also. You know, with this whole podcast thing, you get to do something for 45, 50 minutes. You get to dig a little deeper. But let's just say, Mark, if you know someone to call, I do make that call. I do. I'll, get, I'll, did you happen to get the business card, maybe, of the, of the guy who runs 60 Minutes? <laughs> I've got I've, – let's just say – I'm not going to name names, but I have friends in the hierarchy at CBS and CBS News that I actually could might uh, put a bug in someone's ear. Speaking of five-year plans, 18-year-old uh, Mo Rocket, what, what did you want to be? Because you do so many things now. Were any of the things you're doing now what you had uh, career aspirations when you were younger? I think I wanted to be on Broadway when I was 18, and I did make it to Broadway. I was on Broadway in a musical called the 20th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, which was a great experience in 2007. Um, and I and then I and I wanted to be in comedy, but I know this is going to sound kind of dark. I watched this movie, The Killing Fields, which I, I think when I was 17, it was um, with Sam Waterston. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, and I remember watching it and thinking, do I want to be the character 
who's a journalist here, or do I want to be the guy playing the character, the actor? Mm-hmm. And in a way, I feel like my career has sort of ended up being a blend of both. And I do do some acting. I was had a recurring bit on The Good Wife, which then became The Good Fight, and I've done other things like that. But uh, and I'm doing a little stand-up comedy now. But um, but I I you know I always come back. Not to hard news, and I'm not all that interested in politics, honestly, but uh, but kind of human interest, human interest, I would say. You know what I like doing? If, if, if In my obituary, I would like it to read Mo Rocca, comma, who made people interested in things they didn't expect to be interested in, comma, died today, period. <laughs> he was 138. <laughs> Oh, what, what a more fitting obituary could that be? And and it's exactly right. You make us interested in things that I, you know, I, the the Knights of the Round Table. King, I mean, I mean eh. but your piece was was interesting and engaging. And so is um, obituaries, uh, the amazing Moraka podcast. I'm assuming, much like every, it's available in all the podcast services, Mo. Yeah, you know, it, that's the thing. I'm kind of a Luddite myself. It's re- it's it's really easy to find. It's free. You just go to like the Apple or you go to the Spotify or you go to the what's it called and then you or you just type it into the Google machine. It's like obituaries with an M in front and it's there. And uh our first episode this season I think is really fun. Uh, Anderson Cooper joined me to talk about famous people who died on the same day. So you I'm, were you on air in 2009? On I was, January yeah. 25th when, when, when Michael Jackson and Farrah Fawcett, yeah. A red, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. We start with that. And we talked about Jim Henson and Sammy Davis Jr. who died on the same day. Um, Margaret Thatcher and Annette Punicello. We all remember that day when they both died. And so it gets a little crazy. I love it. Great tease to the podcast. Mo Bitcheries, Mo Rocca, so great to talk to you again after all these years. Uh, very, very happy for your success, and I'll see what I can do at 60 Minutes, buddy. Mark, thank you very much. This was a real pleasure. There you go. Mo Rocca. I'm going to make that happen. He should be the next Andy Rooney. We'll be right back. It's the Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB.